Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Yeah, of course, the show is one to four. So uh, if you don't catch us live, check out the podcast. Ever heard of that? Yeah, you can get it at KFIAM640.com or check out the iHeartRadio app to download the podcast. They're stuck up there just after we finish at four o'clock here on KFI. Another keyword is coming up in about uh, 15 minutes from now. Uh, That's right. Another keyword. You get it. Follow the directions that John reads all so well, and you have a chance at $1,000 in the KFI cash refill contest. All right, so the announcement was made yesterday that uh, this really may have just, a lot of people must have said, huh? The COVID-19 national and public health emergencies are going to end uh, on May 11th. This is from the federal government. Uh, It's a major step to signal the crisis of the pandemic is over. As I heard one medical expert to say, this morning, it's now endemic. No longer pandemic, it's endemic. Um, and we're just living with it and dealing with it. Yeah, a lot of people have known that for a long time. Didn't 95% of the public move on many months ago? I think so. Yeah, I mean, that's why is... I'm surprised this is being wound down into May when people are already. And, and it's being reported uh, as if it's momentous. I know. I it's mean, like other, the... than, other than the occasional weirdo you see in a store with a with a mask on, I it's it's, it's nobody's discussing it anymore. <laughs> Uh, the wind down will align the administration's previous commitments to give at least 60 days notice prior to termination of the health emergency. That I guess people need to wind it down. Some of that has to do with benefits. This is a story I'm looking at here from CNN. What benefits will disappear? Yeah, they're not going to pay for COVID tests anymore. Oh. You're going to have to uh, get your own insurance to cover it. Oh, is that right? Or, or pay cash yourself, yeah. Can you still get the free ones from the federal government? The you know the self swab up the nose. Maybe, but... maybe not. No. Oh. Might want to no. stock up now. Right. 
Yeah, you're right. Americans covered by Medicare, Medicaid, and private insurance have been able to obtain COVID-19 tests and vaccines at no cost. Those covered by Medicare and private insurance have been able to get up to eight at-home tests per month. Eight a month. They made eight a month. Who needs eight a month? People that are concerned. Look at Deborah Mark. I did, yeah, yeah. I think I used eight. She recently had COVID just a few weeks ago, so a month ago. <laughs> because you were infected for 12 days and you couldn't believe it. Exactly. Well, I couldn't come back to work until I was negative and feeling okay. I had to do what I had to do, you know? You should have come back and spread it around. Oh, Really? Yeah, I got Why list. would I be so irresponsible? Well, she got on the plane, so. Shh. <laughs> I wore a mask. No, they can come and get you for that. And I wasn't sitting next to anybody. I was sitting next it's to not my too husband. Late. And he never got it from me. Statue limitations. They can still come. Why? And the FAA can still come I take you that away. Was, that was an international crime you committed, too. They just, you know right, what? The flight from Mexico, wasn't yeah. it? Yes, but there was no requirement uh, to wear a mask and no testing requirement. So mm-hmm. I did the best I could. Well, the best you could would stay, stay in the, in the hotel, hotel okay, for 14 days. Stay in the Mexican yes. hotel for two that's weeks. Right. Yeah, that's right. Tell them it's an emergency. I don't want to infect anybody and give me free room. No. Or you could decide, I just don't care. I did care. That's why I wore a mask and I sat next to my husband and I was by a window. So nobody was close to me. Well, it's not like the window was open. I, I know. But what I'm saying is, so my husband was in the middle seat and then somebody uh-huh. was next to him. So right. I wasn't. So he was the COVID barrier. Yeah, but he never got it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I mean, the other part of this story is good news if you think there's too many people on the planet. Yes. Yeah. So since 2020, California has recorded 130,000 more deaths than in the three previous years. That's a near 20% increase in mortality, the largest sustained spike in more than a century, and it cannot be explained by COVID. They're referred to as excess deaths in the public health record. The number of deaths over what would have been expected based on historical data and demographic trends. COVID-19 is the culprit for some, but they believe there is a significant... The, officially, the virus is blamed for just under 100,000 of those deaths. So why did the other 30,000 Californians die? Anybody have a guess what the number one... Well, John has a story in front of him, but... No, but I, my, my instinct is that nobody went to the doctor for over two years... So all their problems, like, metastasized. Right. They didn't get their, their heart uh, checked. They didn't get their uh, cancerous tumors discovered. Well, the biggie is something that we talk about, it seems like, every other day on the show, drug overdoses. Oh, yeah. It was a definite rise in drug overdoses, which some could say lockdowns don't help when oh. people cope by taking drugs. People and then are, they buy them on social media. They're bored and depressed. Yeah, I heard you do that fentanyl story about uh, they're going after Snapchat for yeah, yeah, on fentanyl Snap- sales to yeah, kids. Drug pushers sell fentanyl on Snapchat to teenage. And what do they claim that they claim they have filters and they do well knock they, a lot of that out? But they claim they've shut down many, many thousands of accounts, but it doesn't mean anything. You can start up another account in five minutes, right? And there, there, there's no way to patrol it. And, and Snapchat claims that they're protected anyway under federal law. They're just a conveyor of uh, people's creations. They're not responsible for what what's said or, or any consequences. But what, what you also said is also true, that apparently uh, a number of the other deaths were from uh, hypertension, uh, heart disease, stroke, diabetes, kidney diseases. And that could also be people who felt in 2020 and 2021 they didn't want to go to the hospital 
They didn't want to go to the doctor because mm-hmm. there's too many people there with COVID. I don't want to be exposed to that. Right. So whatever this is, I can get by. It's not going to kill me, but it may have. That's what they don't know yet. Yeah. They well, look at the trend of deaths for decades, and they suddenly saw these these couple of years, the last couple of years, they were, a big uptick. They were scared of catching COVID and dying, so they stayed home and died of something else. Right, right. <laughs> we're not very good at assessing risk. No. Humans are terrible. Uh, Dr. Monica Gandhi shows up in this story. She was on our show a lot back then. Professor of medicine at UC San Francisco thinks the negative impacts of early lockdowns and large-scale social distancing efforts like work from home are an overlooked contributor to recent increases in mortality, especially in places where the in the Bay Area where the lockdowns were incredibly long and strict compared to other parts of the country. Yeah, they had it the worst up there. But I think people up there... Felt like they should do that. That's kind of the impression I got from reading the stories. Well, that... The idiots went along with it. Yeah, uh, and 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 well, the the, whole, the city's dead now. Yeah, I mean, you had thousands move out, thousands of businesses are gone. You know, the zombies were left walking the street. All the mental patients and the drug addicts, and uh, but everyone was properly wearing masks. Yeah, she also says she had a lot of patients who would not come in. They were scared of coming in because they thought there was too much COVID mm. in doctors' offices and hospitals. Well, that's what hysteria does to a society. They, uh, yeah, exactly that's, right. And that's what this was. This was ir- ir- emotional, irrational hysteria. And here's how they put it. This is great. It, it, it disrupted the lockdowns, disrupted the psychosocial fabric with a parallel epidemic of loneliness and isolation. Yeah. And then, of course, delayed medical care. Was another part of it, uh, the part of the reason why people uh, didn't get medical care in time and they died. I, I think some people developed phobias about going out. Like I, I know some people who still don't really go out and socialize much. They just stay in their house. Yeah, they're, they're, the they're, only story I heard like that recently was a friend of mine who was talking about. It. I think it was her mother-in-law or something that lives near Vegas and didn't want to go there because uh, there's a big convention coming to town. And I understand that a lot of the Chinese are coming to this convention because it's a tech, it's a tech convention. And she was afraid there'd be COVID everywhere. I mean, that, that story oh, from, a, remember that after the Chinese okay. kind of lessened restrictions, a lot of Chinese people that, were anxious to travel. That, that is PTSD. That is PTSD. That's what, that's. You're suffering from the after effects of. Uh, you know, we were, this wasn't exactly London getting bombed by the Nazis. <laughs> All right, we got more coming up. When we return, the first thing you're going to hear about is the next keyword. That's the keyword for the hour, your chance to win some money, $1,000. Johnny Ken Show, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Remember the story we've talked about now since it happened a few weeks ago, the uh, Pasadena radiologist who uh, drove his Tesla off a steep cliff. Uh, called Devil Slide up in Northern California. Uh, he apparently, the family survived. It was the husband, his wife, their seven-year-old daughter and four-year-old son. They apparently drove away from their home in Pasadena and made a trip up north. And this is an area of Pacific Coast Highway known for its beautiful scenery. But if you've ever taken it, it's really kind of scary and steep. Uh, the story that came out, after the family was rescued, they all survived. But now I read that they do have uh, some serious injuries. Yeah, she's still in the hospital. Yeah. Wife. 
And when we covered the story yesterday, we announced that they wanted to charge the husband because he was finally getting released from the hospital, but they don't think he's still doing too good. Um, the, Of course, the rescuers were stunned that the family survived because most cars that go down this devil's slide portion of PCH, uh, it's it's over. It's, it's, it's very tough. That car's really crumpled. Darmesh Patel. He's been charged with three counts of attempted murder. I think one of the questions we asked yesterday when talking about the story was, well, how do they prove that he intentionally was trying to kill everybody, I guess, including himself? Well, now we have an answer. When the paramedics came, his wife was screaming at them that this is that he did this on purpose. So that would be a good clue. Right. That's a good tip. Because I think there. you and I assumed maybe he just said nothing and drove the car along and then suddenly saw the right spot to swerve mm-hmm. off the cliff. Just to t- but I guess something had gone on in their talks yeah. in the car right. that indicated to her he wants to kill us all. Maybe he had, they had a fight and he had this impulse. Oh, I see. You know, it's like enough out of you. I'm not taking this anymore. I can't take this anymore. <clears throat> As they write here in the Mercury News, why would Patel, a Pasadena radiologist who lived with neighbors say appeared to be a charmed life, if I read that one more time. want to kill himself and his family? Why this day? What led to this? What was the trigger? This is still under investigation. There's video footage from a camera perched atop a tunnel, Tom Lantos Tunnel, shows that after Patel exited the tunnel, he continued uphill, then made two right turns, one into a wide dirt shoulder, and the next a sharp right right over the cliff. Definitely on purpose, then. Yeah, and they've yeah. also confirmed that the auto drive was not, was not uh, set. The, right, the, the so self-driving feature bl- was not being uh, was not on. Can't blame this on Tesla's software here. Patel's wife Nia, who is, as John said, remains hospitalized, was screaming to paramedics about her husband's intentionality. So that wouldn't make it very hard to charge him with murder if uh, the wife no. is telling you that uh, he's trying to kill us. Uh, which is weird because. I get something got so emotional in the car that he made it sound like he was going to do this. I mean, why would you even get in the car with a guy that uh, you thought might drive your family off a cliff? What happened before this? Um, They have attempted to interview the wife as well as other family members to help determine why he wanted to kill himself and his family. They visited the Bay area over the holidays and then they got to this point by the cliff and he just drove right off. This seems like impulse. There's probably a lot of episodes in the past where he lost his mind angrily. Right. But this time, you know, he had a car. He's 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 driving and and they're going back and forth and he just can't take it anymore and hits the gas. Yeah. The CHP has a team of accident reconstructionists that investigated the crash. They said the Tesla's self-driving feature did not appear to be a contributing factor in the incident. Um, it says here that, uh, he did not enter a plea because apparently, as I said, he's still suffering from injuries. He suffered injury to a foot or a leg in the accident. He did get released from the hospital. But she's still in, and that's been almost a month. I know. She must be pretty badly hurt. I mean, they made it sound like they miraculously survived, which, yeah, they survived, but in what condition? 
Yeah, the children, uh, well, the seven-year-old daughter had more serious injuries. The, the four-year-old boy survived with only bruises. So it's really just because apparently this Tesla, which I think was a Model Y, just rolled over. Mm. As it, and the airbags, as we've talked about before, went off and provided some protection. But you wonder uh, if just exactly where they were sitting and the way the car jostled down the cliff. You see how crumbled the car is? I did. I saw those it's, pictures. Uh... I, 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 it's hard to understand. Um, I yeah. mean, if you're going to kill yourself and your family, this is a really awful way to... To carry out. Hey, they uh, keep quoting people in the neighborhood who say, I just can't believe it. He was so nice. Um, don't give those quotes to reporters. Makes you look like an idiot. You yeah, don't know what's going on in the house. Yeah, she was hoisted by helicopter from the crumpled car, and she spoke with the paramedics, and she made incriminating statements. And one story I read was that she was literally screaming at them that uh, he did this on purpose. Um, wow. Uh Motorists told investigators they saw no brake lights on the Tesla when it suddenly made that hard right and plunged off the cliff. Mm. The well, judge granted the prosecution's request for no bail because this guy could try to harm the family members that he was trying to kill at, at the time. Um, they actually put the cookie story in this again. The cookie story? Every single story. Yeah, that Patel would pass out cookies to neighbors. I heard about the poinsettias. He he delivered poinsettia plants to all his neighbors. Yeah, and cookies too. See that that's a red flag warning there. What do you mean? I get cookies from people. Deborah Marcus brought in treats. Exactly. Is would, that a warning flag that she would, might try would, to? Would it surprise you if she had some kind of? Oh uh, come on! <laughs> violent no. breakdown. What? <laughs> you can be unstable, so I don't. Just because I'm afraid of earthquakes, <laughs> there are plenty of people that I am not unstable. Ken Shampoo. <laughs> Okay, you're stable. I'm you're, very, very stable. Uh, like some element, you know, that's you can't really have it in the lab because it's a little unstable. There, and, there's there's a few electrons loose. Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't think so. I think I'm sane as sane can be. Uh, yeah, he did this right after New Year's Day. It was January 2nd at 11 in the morning. That That's the question you asked. Do you think there was something going on in the car, an argument mm. that this just was the snapping point? Or did he plan this out? Did he plan this out that on the way back home, after we have a nice trip up to the Bay Area, mm. I'm taking everybody if out? I, I, I don't know. But if I were to bet, I'd say impulse. I mean, a, a four-year-old son? They, they're having an argument, and she said something that made him crazy. And so he hit the gas. Uh, okay. I think it was premeditated. You think it's planned? I think so. But I can't imagine that you would get so angry and you have your children in the car that you would do something like that. I think you'd have, well, I think, I don't know. I shouldn't be speculating anyway. Hmm. So never mind. No, right. Yeah. You're veering into opinion territory there. I know. I need hmm. to shut up. Apparently, their <laughs> social media posts are all sweet and nice and family loving. Uh, okay. That's, that's a bad sign, too. He worked at Providence Holy Cross, doctor of radiology. He yeah. graduated from Wayne State University of Medicine in 2008. This is all suspicious. Nobody is reporting that he's had any, it would never, this was the house though that, and I remember the headline that they, they had to respond dozens of times. And I thought, uh oh, but it was apparently the burglar alarm kept going off uh, inadvertently. Remember that story that came out like days after yeah, this happened. Yeah, I remember. And I thought it was a clue as to something nefarious, but it was just supposedly a malfunctioning house alarm that kept going off and sending police to, to their home. 
All right, we got more coming up. It's the Johnny Kent Show, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. No cookies from you. <laughs> Scares me. Please. Okay, fine. De- no French fries from you. <laughs> I have a feeling the moist line's coming back. It is. Friday. Uh, you want to be a part of it, you leave a message using the iHeartRadio app. There's a microphone icon to leave a message. You can always call the Moist Line toll-free number, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. All right, well, John, next hour we'll talk about uh, Benedict Canyon, the shooting, not Beverly Crest. No, Benedict Canyon's a better term. They, uh, yeah, that's a better term. We'll get into that, still trying to figure out exactly what happened there. Boy, I tell you, it's practically news blackout, though. I mean, I saw in the L.A. Times today, they had three more stories on the Monterey shooting at the dance club. Three more. Hmm. So it's been uh, it's been over a week now, and they're still pumping out a, a little, dozens of stories. This went totally quiet. Because I think they think that's just a write-off kind of gang, because it was, apparently it's an exchange of gunfire, so they think yeah. it's not exactly the same as some guy randomly entering a dance hall I think and inv- obliterating 11 people. I think inviting a really nice uh, family neighborhood. Is a huge story. Uh, there is that. You're right. The and, people who live there think it is. Well, we're going to cover that coming up after the news at uh, uh, 3 o'clock. There's been some uh, calls for no more short-term rentals in the area where these people live. All right, speaking of where, where people live, this story popped up. We had mentioned it was last year. You know, California is trying to do this thing now where they require you to build more homes. Uh, maybe a single-family home property is going to turn into a multi-unit property. That's one thing they've tried with their uh, legislation that they passed. Uh, another thing that they want to do is just build more uh, affordable housing. And they basically told the communities of California, you submit a plan that you're going to do this. And we noticed last year that a place called Atherton, which is a wealthy suburb in the Bay Area, was uh, kind of out there standing alone, saying, uh, we don't want to do this. We, we don't want to comply with your stinking affordable they were, housing requirements. They were the only ones that were honest about they it. They were. They were very honest about it, although, what was that? They came up with some sort of funny excuse why they couldn't do that. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I, I, yeah, they, it was They're, almost comical. Yeah, they, they, did, they came up with a reason that uh, they couldn't accomplish this. Well, they're in the news again because uh, one of the best NBA players, Steph Curry, has a home. In Atherton. And he has gone on the record, he and his wife, objecting to the possible uh, building of a row of affordable housing units. They are slated to be built behind his multi-million dollar mansion. Oh, no, you can't have that. So he sent a letter to the town opposing the project, which could see up to 16 three-story townhouses in the middle of this uber-wealthy California neighborhood. Now, what's considered affordable housing? Is that affordable housing for the for the middle class, or is this a true riffraff? Well, like, it's like, interesting you said that, because a council tr- member said that it's not possible to build low-income housing in Atherton. Land is worth about $8 million an acre. I thought about that. You have to spend so much money buying the land... What developer is going to waste that land on low-income housing or, or affordable housing, whatever the buzzword is? It probably won't be, but it'll probably be people that are well-off, but they're not Atherton well-off. They might build, let's see, 16 three-story townhouses. 
they might try to sell them for a couple of million each. See, Steph Curry is afraid that it's going to house the kind of losers who, hey, Steph, how you doing? Have yeah, a cool it's, house. It's a threat to the safety and privacy of the of the Currys and their kids. The location and the height of the townhouses could give people views I, into their thirty-one million dollar mansion. People who make money don't want to live near riffraff. I don't know why that's hard to accept. That's that's human nature. I think one thing I have felt over the years: I don't want to live near any multifamily houses. No, I do not. No apartment buildings. No. No condos. No townhouses. I I mean, maybe if it was a small townhouse development, just a few units, two, three, and it was really really but upscale. We, but you know, you don't want to live next to a big no, building. You know, a lot of people uh, really behave badly. They do. You you go into certain uh, kinds of apartment buildings. My son used to live in one. It's just, it's just filled with riffraff. Uh, yes. Yeah, like just all kinds of public disruptions. People fighting, people drinking. That's just the way it is. I mean, I, you, you, the reason to earn money is to buy your way out of that. Anybody who's grown up in a poor neighborhood or a rough neighborhood since the beginning of time, especially in America, you grow up in a rough neighborhood, you want to make money so you never have to live there again. So they're saying if we can't block... The homes, then we want the Atherton government to build fencing and shrubbery around our home. The cage. So we have some sort of uh, privacy from the uh, peering eyes of our new neighbors. Yeah, can you imagine? Because the Currys wanted to go on the record to say they do support the idea of affordable housing. Oh, everybody does. Of course. As long as it's five miles from their house. That's right. That's exactly how we found it works in so many cases with the homeless. So many issues. They push other people to take on the problem. It's sort of like saying, I'm going to fly my private jet, but you shouldn't take any more passenger jet travel because that's bad for the climate. I but ne- I'm still going to fly my private jet because I'm more important. I've never heard anybody say, you know, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be wonderful to live next to affordable housing? Nobody's ever said that. <laughs> Nobody ever wants to. You're, me too. I don't want to. You reminded me. When the county was asking people to take homeless in their backyards, remember that campaign? <laughs> I never did look into whether or not they got any response, but they never publicized it again. Because it was zero. Which tells me there wasn't any. <laughs> they wanted you to remember the ADU accessory dwelling units? Yeah, right, yeah. Build a little shack in your backyard and take on a homeless person. <laughs> this would be a wonderful project. <laughs> wasn't Garcetti pushing that? Yeah, it came from the county. I don't remember if it was a supervisor's or Garcetti, but they, they put out like a press release <laughs> asking people to step forward yeah. to sponsor a homeless person in their backyard. Sure. Well, remember we found a guy? Or was he in a news story? There was there, one there guy was, that did was, that, was, and it did yeah. not go well. What, no, no, it, it doesn't go well. I, uh, because now you have a psychotic in your backyard. They <laughs> Here, I have a psychotic live with you. Oh, sure, thanks. <laughs> So uh, this just shows you that this crowd, and apparently they wanted to point out in these stories that Curry is a big Biden supporter, a big Democratic donor. Biden doesn't live next to affordable housing either. That uh, the Currys are being a little bit, uh, uh, you know, fake here in that they support all of the woke and liberal and progressive causes. But when it comes to putting up lower income housing in their neighborhood, no, 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 no. All the richest, wokest people live behind walls and gates yeah. you know they might put a lot of money into all these wacko uh, antifa style groups but they they got their walls up
They apparently brought, bought this home in Atherton in 2019. It is a three-story mansion that sits at the end of a long driveway. I've never been to Atherton. I'm kind of curious because I keep mm. reading these stories. They're not going to let you in. They, you can't even visit? No. <laughs> That's too much. Uh, <laughs> They're going to take one look at you and say, uh-uh. That's too much of an invasion of privacy. Yeah. No visitors. Yeah, this is uh, the pressure that came from the state over affordable housing plans. And we told you that Atherton objected, and they came up with some bogus excuse not to. So now they've apparently been moving with this plan, developing 348 units in communities across different income levels over the next eight years. Yeah, good luck with that. And one of them is a property right next to the mansion. You know, some of this stuff is just never going to work because you'd have to rewire human nature, which is impossible. Right. No. the no, guy, no successful person wants that next door. The no guy way. that owns the property, this is pretty funny, that, that would be developed next to the Currys is David Arata. He inherited the property from his mother three years ago. He says, well, the townhouses, this wouldn't be a housing complex. It'd be a little village. He wanted to make it sound cozier and nicer. Oh, that's good. Don't it's, think of it as this ugly, low-income housing complex. It's euphemism time. It's a little happy village. Uh, what yeah. did the what did the Martha's Vineyard people do when those uh, illegal aliens were dropped? Yeah, they went nuts on the island. Yeah, they got it. Those 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 aliens were evicted in 24 hours, they deported. St- they stood up and said, "Not here." Okay, not right, not here. <laughs> the, the, the whole sanctuary city crowd, not here. Oh, when we come back, we got a story along those lines because in New York City, they've been housing migrants in a big hotel, but now they've told them they have to move from the hotel. To uh, well, they call it a barrack style shelter. It's uh, they're saying no, we like the hotel. It's a, <laughs> there's been a protest. Uh, who's behind the protest isn't exactly clear whether it's the migrants or sort of the activists. Yeah, but we'll explain the story a little better when we come back. Right. Johnny Ken KFI AM six forty live everywhere the iGuard Radio app. All right, we're on from one to four. In case you didn't realize that, it's almost been a month already. You can pick hey, up the show. Pay attention. <laughs> Using the podcast, the iHeartRadio app, or KFIAM640.com. Coming up after 3 o'clock, update on some of the shootings. We don't know a heck of a lot more about the shooting in John's old neighborhood. No, the media's not interested. They uh, Maybe because it was a bunch of gang guys shooting each other. So they're, they're not going to uh, delve in. You, know, you don't see photos of the victims. You know how the other shootings, they would... Published oh. photos of all the victims. I haven't yeah. been able to see that. They have not. Not interested in the victims. Not interested in the. Uh, they weren't even from California. The so police are not talking. There's no. There's no uh, sketches. No. Men wanted nothing. Yeah, hmm. you're right. They should be on the loose on the lookout for a couple of shooters. No yeah. descriptions of the cars. I guess because they were shooting at each other. I know continues. because a friend of mine lives up there, and the police came to him, and they wanted to know if he had any any video. No, you know, security video, and they were trying to track the car going by down the block. You know, those cars, the getaway cars, definitely went past my old house. They did, huh? Because there's no way to leave. Oh, that's right. That is because it's a, all cold. Tricky, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So. Uh, we go to New York City, which, of course, has been overwhelmed with migrants. Uh, the state of Texas has been sending migrants that are coming over our southern border to places like New York City. We've all heard that Eric Adams, the mayor, has been asking for a lot more money. That he even went to El Paso, Texas to say, don't come. No more. Uh, yeah, that always works. This, of course, prompted Biden to pull his uh, 
fake strategy, which we talked about yesterday with Mark Kokorian from the Center for Immigration Studies, this idea of uh, a parole. You get an administrative parole for immigration. Basically, what they want to do is make the illegal aliens not be termed illegal anymore because they got some form of parole to come into the country. Parole. So in New York City, they were housing a lot of the migrants in a midtown hotel. However, they announced recently that they're going to move single migrant men out of that hotel and into a new barrack-style shelter in Brooklyn. Some refused to go. And in fact, uh, they got a lot of media attention for this. They're going to be moved to the cruise terminal in Red Hook. Uh, they've been staying at the Watson Hotel on West 57th Street. And apparently some of them came back demanding to be let back in. Some slept on the sidewalk. Supporters brought them pizza and blankets. Tents and luggage crowded the sidewalk as the protest had continued that they do not want to leave the 600-room Watson to go to what is basically a cruise terminal. You know what? I, I was reading a New York Post editorial. It seems like this whole protest has been organized by these activist groups because I don't think migrants would do this. They're in a new country very tentatively. Yeah, it's true. They and don't. usually they're terrified of their own shadow, and they're not going to do anything to upset anyone in power because it might mean they get deported. Right. I mean, they don't really understand the politics going on here, and they don't understand the language. So I think I think the uh, the activists have goaded them into into uh, doing this uh, this sit down protest. Yeah, it's reminded me of like the homeless revolt. They want more privacy. They like the hotel better. They don't want to be in the cruise ship terminal. Uh, right. They come in here and they want to. All of a sudden, there's a whole list of demands. But they it's, are doing this because they need more room because more migrants are coming. More than forty three thousand have come through the city's intake system since last year, including 1,600 alone in the last week. Now, New York City is a very big city, but still, to try to figure out what to do with 40,000 people, uh, two-thirds of those who have come to New York are still in the city's care. So this is a... The city also has a big homeless population, and the thing that's different than L.A. is that a lot of the unhoused in New York do live in some sort of shelter... So they've got to keep those people, too, in place. You know, Eric Adams is shouting every day about this, going on television, traveling to El Paso and other places, and nobody in the Democratic administration is listening to him. And if you heard Mark Krikorian on with us earlier this week, Krikorian said that who's running White House immigration policy are extremist activists. they're, they're, They're calling the shots. And they think that uh, borders are illegitimate, that America is illegitimate. Yeah. So what they want is as many people coming here as possible, and they all have a right to a piece of our wealth. And that is way farther left than somebody like Eric Adams, who's a mainstream Democrat. You know, politics that you'd be familiar with, even if you didn't agree with it all. This is entirely different. This is anarchy stuff. And they're in the Biden White House. And Biden, I think, is barely aware of it. You heard that tape we played a few minutes ago. He's very weak. He's very feeble. I don't think he understands how how uh, how much. I don't think this subject interests him either. No. I don't think this no. is something he wants to deal with. Uh, he was probably not happy having to stop in El Paso on his way to Mexico to meet with the president of uh, Mexico and right. the uh, prime minister of Canada. It's like, all right, I got to do this. All right, I'll do this. And then, all right, we're going to make an announcement that we got these new policies. 
and maybe crack down on people at the border, and he did that too, probably reluctantly. But but, but that these these left wing activists are so well funded, yeah, and and they their 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 attitudes are so extreme, and they're threatening too. And yeah, you're right. The Post thinks the activists are behind this. They're using terms like refugee are. camp. Some of the migrants are speaking like they've been coached by the activists. Is a group called New York City Ice Watch. ICE, of course, standing for Immigration and Customs Enforcement, which this crowd of open borders people want to abolish. Remember that movement about five years ago? It's abolish ICE. Right. It shouldn't even exist. Right. It's, it's, it's related to those who want to abolish police departments. They want to abolish immigration. They want to abolish the border. They want to abolish prisons and bail and everything. Well, the <laughs> truth is we cannot allow everybody in the world who wants to come into the United States to come into the United States. There's just not enough resources to accommodate that. And if you want to be truly open borders and 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 stand that in that direction, then that's what's going to happen. We're going to be overwhelmed and the whole country sunk. We need another administration to shut everything down. And we need a sharp change Yeah, at the top. You would think it's that going to be the, intolerant of this stuff. The migrants would be happy. They got to New York City. They can start looking for work and make a life for themselves. And apparently some of them have. But... Uh, now that they're complaining that they don't like the accommodations, well, there's more of you coming. So the city has to make room. Mm. That's why they're moving these single men to the, yeah, to the cruise they, ship terminal. They're, they're, they're the biggest uh, troublemakers. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated.